Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast, where we have conversations about faith and hope. Hope is one church made of people living out their faith through two expressions, in person and online. We believe a hybrid faith experience can lead to a growing influence in our community and our world for the sake of others. Welcome to Hope. everyone. Welcome to the Meet Hope podcast. My name is Ashley Black, and I am so grateful to be here with you today. And today we are having an episode where we're talking about how things happen here at Hope. We had some feedback from some listeners that you would really love to know some of the behind the scenes inner workings of here of us here at Hope Church. And so today we're going to be talking about how worship planning happens. And so I have Andrew Barber with me. Andrew is our worship director. Hey, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you for asking. So um, so we're talking about all things worship today, mm-hmm. which is what you do here. Yes, that is your yeah. whole job. It's and in so, the title. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, but before we, um, we get into like more of the like logistics of mm-hmm. how... Nuts and bolts, yeah. Yeah, the nuts and bolts of how you plan worship or you um, collaborate and plan worship mm-hmm. here at Hope. I was just curious if we could even back up a little bit and you could share with our listeners what how how do you define worship when you think about worship? Yeah, and I think there's a lot of different answers to that. Or you mm-hmm. could you could I could we could do an entire podcast series on just what worship is. Oh but yeah, definitely. Bringing it back to the simplest form of I've ever been able to is worship is an external adoration. Um, to God in response to who he is. And I think that modern worship, sometimes we get away from it, that worship is, it, it makes us feel a certain way and that's why we worship. But no, we worship God because he is worthy of our worship, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's an external adoration. So there's something, there are moments in worship where we, where things can be really etern- internalized, but really at the end of the day, we worship God and it's sort of this, it's, it's coming from us to God. Yeah, and um, and I think it's important to note that that happens in a myriad of ways yes. that often we can also fall into the catch that worship is only music we sing on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, and it only happens on Sundays, which yeah. is not... I mean, worship is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, worship is... Uh, from the moment you wake up, you you create a stance of worship. Mm-hmm. You're worshiping. You're adoring God. Mm-hmm. Adoration. So yeah, no, you're right. And and Sunday is more of what I would refer to as like corporate worship mm-hmm. or um, community worship. You're worshiping mm-hmm. together yeah. with other people because I think there's something to be said about you know it, it talks about community so much in the Bible. There are tons of moments where people come together and they worship God, who he is in the old Testament too, you know, and through the Psalms, there's just these moments of people coming together, banging loud instruments. Like, so I think that there's something to be said that community worship, worshiping together is a very important part of our, um, our health and our, our spiritual health. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I also was wondering if you could share with us, um, is there anything here specifically when it comes to hope that you um, that you value as part of worship at Hope or that we, we try to put in the forefront as mm. we're thinking about worship? Yeah, I think, I think, like you had said earlier, sometimes I think we get into this bubble, not we specifically hope, but we as the larger church that worship is music and preaching. And that's it. You you listen to music, you you, you participate in music, mm-hmm. and then you listen to a sermon, and then maybe there's another song. But like worship 
can look a lot of different ways, and oftentimes it's topical to the moment at hand. So I, I love that worship can be different and that we also do sometimes like weeknight worship experiences. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's a big word you're going to hear me use a lot is experience. I think that worship is an experience, and I think that's one of the things that hope leadership really gets. And I think that, that leads to um, the leadership here at Hope, I mean the pastors, full-time staff, part-time staff, all of it. It's a very collaborative experience. Yeah. Um, we meet every week on Tuesdays, the five or six of us, the pastors, uh, you, mm-hmm. Ashley, uh, I, uh, Christy Pella, we all we meet together and we talk about the worship services. Mm-hmm. And that's something that has I have never really experienced in any other church. Oh, okay. A lot of it is I would work independently with a – and then the pastor and I would maybe meet once a week, mm-hmm. once every other week, once every once in a while. And it was just kind of like, well, you figure it out. You know, and that yeah. – to me is fine, but the collaborative nature of um, creating something better than the sum of my own parts, the things that I could come up with on my own, right. is something that is so – it's not unique to Hope in the sense that no one else does it, but a lot of churches this size mm-hmm. and smaller don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, so so we you mentioned, so part of how we get to Sundays yes. is we meet as a worship team on Tuesdays. But uh, I I know you well enough to know that you you don't just wait till Tuesday to plan that mm-hmm. Sunday. So when you're thinking about worship, how far out are you thinking? The average is two to three months. Okay. It, two is usually good. Mm-hmm. Um, at any time, like I will have music picked and some components and some, these are what we're doing um, up to three months ahead. Uh, sometimes it does. So the pastors, um, great Rick and uh, Pastor Rick and Pastor Jeff meet weekly um, mm-hmm. and they, they plan um, sermons, but we also meet quarterly as a larger group um, to just look at like from a big picture of sermon series and where we're going and what we look. So sometimes we'll look at six months worth of sermon series and then I have those in a Google Doc and I can look at them. So I'm able to plan out, oh, these are the muse. This is the, these are the themes for church. Right. And so, yeah, so it's anywhere from like two to three months. Sometimes like right now, I probably only have a month ahead, but that's also because where we are right now, like we're kind of near the end of summer, kind of going into, uh, fall and like fall really just picks back up. So like really as soon as we hit the ground in like the, the program and like I'll ha- be thinking about Christmas. We've already been thinking right, about I'm Christmas. Saying, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you are. Yeah, no, it's yeah, fair. Yeah. 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 And that's, so that's really important. So, um, so you're thinking further ahead mm-hmm. and I mean, we, and we all are because we want to be intentional yes. about, about what we know about this church and this community and what and that's a good word in, themes are coming yeah. up or what we feel like we hear God saying in that in this intentional community. is a really important word because I, mm-hmm. I I've also been a part of many worship experiences where it's like well let's just do this mm-hmm. but like I think we I know I have a reason for almost every song that I pick um, every worship component every prayer every everything in my mind from a worship experience needs to point to the same thing. And oftentimes it's the theme of the sermon. So if Pastor Jeff is preaching on uh, the love God has for us, it's really important that we're singing songs about how God loves us. And we're not singing songs about community or, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're singing. Yeah. You're trying to help, like you mentioned this experience Mm -hmm. of getting of, you know, corporately or in a community mm-hmm. drawing all of our hearts towards yeah. this focus on, mm-hmm. like you said, for example, the love of God or mm-hmm. generosity or 
like helping your neighbor or yep. whatever the theme yeah. might be. Um, and so, uh, so you mentioned a couple of those components. So, um, so we plan further out mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Yes. You mentioned we meet as worship team mm-hmm. for about an hour yeah. and then, uh, the pastors meet to talk through whatever their message is going to yep. be that that also, ha- that's that, really important. I think to know that, yep. that, that, that for them, that that's also a very collaborative process, mm-hmm. like that they don't just, whoever is preaching, they don't just go off on their own and plan a message. Like they actually work together. Like they have shared Google docs Mm -hmm. and they meet and talk through what one another is going to be saying. And and I think that they're always very prayerful about it. I think that's one of the things that I love about, about this is that I think we do everything very prayerfully. So there's not Mm -hmm. just a, we never, almost never do. Let's just throw this to the wall and see if it sticks. We, you know, we say, well, let's think about this for a minute Mm -hmm. I think that's Jeff. Jeff is very prayerful in all yes. things, and I, and I love that yeah. about Pastor Jeff. Yeah, and I appreciate that in both of you that um, you will start when we when I meet with you guys for worship team. I'm yeah. only a, in a small piece of all the different mm-hmm. components, but that you always, no matter like you know, like we're a group of people, we get together, we're talking about where what mm-hmm. we're getting for lunch or vacations or whatever, mm-hmm. and 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 you always kind of help us to pause and start the meeting uh, with prayer mm-hmm. and ending the meeting with prayer, and I think it it helps me as someone who works in ministry to also remember that like all of what we do yeah. in the end is God's mm-hmm. and, and it's not mine and I have to give that up. Yeah. You know, I think that that and is a great practice. And that's what I'm, I'm called as a worship leader to create an experience of God to bring people to connect with God in mm. ways that they wouldn't necessarily do on their own. So yeah. whether it be um, through music, through scripture, mm-hmm. through some sort of spoken word, some uh, video, like all these different things, um, being able to explain this is this is what this song means and this mm-hmm. is the person that wrote it. Like any of those things to get people to go into a deeper relationship with God or to start a relationship with God because we acknowledge that I often pray on Sunday mornings. I pray for that one person that's walking into this building that doesn't have a relationship with yeah. God. Because there's always, almost always, somebody that's walking in that mm-hmm. doesn't. So we need to make sure that we're accessible to someone who has the deepest of faith and the newest of faith. No, I love that. It's really beautiful. And I, I can, yeah, I can comment on that, that often that often becomes a part of our conversation mm-hmm. in, in our worship planning as a team, that yeah. we often will say, how does this apply to someone who's coming for the first time yeah. and how much that, mm-hmm. that matters? Um, so... So a lot of what we've been what we've been talking about in terms of a week at Hope that all happens in the first half of the week, yep. and I kind of see you then for worship, and then I do like my things with communication. I don't really have a, a hand in the second half of the mm-hmm. week. So tell us about what the the second half of the week, getting up closer to Sunday, looks like yeah, for so you guys. The big thing is this Thursday nights we have um, worship rehearsal. So that's the people who are on the schedule for Sunday morning come. Um, between 7 and 7.30, depending on, yeah, just depending on people's schedules. And like, that's like your band, my your band, tech yeah, team. Ba- band, tech team. And that's another thing that like mm-hmm. I I could, this could be a whole separate podcast, but the <laughs> tech team, like the next time you are walking out of the church and you see people standing back at the soundboard, just 
tell them that you appreciate them or tell them that they're awesome because they are so instrumental to what you're doing. I apologize for that tangent, but it's important. No, it's fine because I, if they're curious, we did an interview with Frank Capello, who is the tech director and he talked really intentionally about how tech for him is a kind of worship. And I never really had that kind of conversation and it was really beautiful. So if someone is interested Mm -hmm. just to add to your tangent, that would be a great episode to listen to. Yeah. And, and that like they are as much of part of the worship experience as anything. And especially, now that we are a church of two expressions so we have this online component Mm -hmm. where people are watching it would not work without those people in the back so yes on a thursday night um our band Mm -hmm. our tech team Mm -hmm. um we come we get together we always start in prayer Mm -hmm. a few minutes and then we run through the songs sometimes it's a okay we have a new song to learn so we're going to spend a little bit more time on that or sometimes it's okay we've we've done these songs before let's figure out and then this is uh, there's another collaborative aspect of it. I really love being able to say, well, what if we tried this? And then to sort of say, like, what do you think? And and kind of and this is something that I think as we continue as a worship team to get more comfortable and familiar with one another and become like a deeper community because that's what we are. This yeah. worship team is we are a community of people. Um, you know, there's about fifty of us, which is awesome yeah that's crazy i don't think people realize that that if you combine all the people who volunteer in the tech team mm-hmm. everyone who serves in band mm-hmm. like all those different components it's 50 people it's yeah. a lot of people it's mm-hmm. a big community i know you guys even have your own like you slack to communicate yeah, we as have a, team. a we have a yeah. worship art slack and i try to use it as a resource where i have each individual week as a separate channel so if you're on the schedule you get put in that channel so you know this weekend we have our own slack channel and i communicate hey you know here's a new song or you know this is the mm-hmm. time we're going to get together or, Hey, you know, we're going to try this. But then we also have, I have a separate channel that's called the new, new song ideas. So it's just a channel where if you have a, um, if you hear a song that you think is really cool and you want to share it with us, you just put it in that. And then it's something that I actually will pull from, um, when we're looking to do new songs. Yeah, so really it's, cool. uh, it's, so you have like a big community conversation and then also these, all these little communities yeah. that happen, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. Yeah. And then we also have like a weekly devotion that's built into that. So I schedule a weekly devotion on Thursdays that the whole team has access to. But then at the end of our rehearsal, we do that devotion together. And it's a, you know like a three or four paragraph devotion. And then we have a conversation about it. And we actually move into the hub, which is the room that's off the side of the worship space where there's some couches. So we sit in a circle, we talk, and then we end in a time of prayer. Uh, so that is another time of preparation and collaboration of this is what we're doing. Sometimes if there's like a logistical thing where, oh, you know, there's some hoops that we have to jump through on Sunday morning because there's something like we'll actually practice it. Like we're not just practicing the music. Sometimes right. we are practicing the, oh, there's spoken parts that I need you mm-hmm. guys to do. So that's really that time is we're preparing for Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know sometimes I've, I've even heard you talk about like you practice how to be welcoming to people mm-hmm. in the space mm-hmm. or how to communicate beyond just the music. And that's yeah. so important. And, and sometimes like, I, and like an exercise in listening, like one of my most beloved and favorite things about worship is that sometimes things go off script. Yeah. You know, the congregation is really into this song and sometimes a worship leader will just say, let's go back and sing that bridge again. And we need to be familiar with people enough to, I mean, this is turning into worship bleeding, which is a whole different conversation. <laughs> well, we I can have a different conversation. But it, yes, definitely. But this is all this to say is that our worship planning, what that looks like, it really, that's an important part of it. So let's get our ducks in a row so that the music 
instrumental side of things is prepared so that on Sunday we're not scratching our heads going, what's happening? Yeah, and so then when you get to Sunday, what time does everybody get here on Sunday? Um, our tech team arrives at 7.30 in okay. the morning. Uh, everyone else at 7.40. So mm-hmm. what we do is we have a quick run-through of our tech team where I just tell them everything that's going to happen, if there's any, oh, this is going to be a little extra. And then um, everyone else comes at 7.40. We warm up the vocals, and then we run through all the songs one more time before the service, trying to get done no later than 8.30. Mm-hmm. And then about 10 minutes before the service starts, we all gather together, we pray, and then we do a final run-through of hey, this is what the service is. Yeah. If anybody has any questions, ask now. Yeah. Are there any things that we forgot? If the pastors have any questions, those sort of things. Yeah. And then we do the service. Yeah, so there's a, God take over. There's a, amen. And there's a yeah. lot. Of, we, we spend so much time meeting and communicating. Like Communication is so important. Well, you know that I'm a fan of that. That's my job here. Yeah, um, but yeah. Yeah, so, and so... Obviously, like those are all the logistics, and and knowing that I think is all so helpful to just to hear how much goes into one week, mm-hmm. and this happens every week, yep. right? And and that kind of commitment to making something like this, making this experience possible for people every week, not just in the room but online, so that no matter where you are, you can have an intentional moment of worship mm-hmm. in your week. Um, so you kind of talked about what some of your values are for worship, what the worship team, what we value. Um, but what about for those who come to church every Sunday and they're there to worship? So they're not volunteering that Sunday. They're they're simply here to experience worship, to do church. Yeah. Um, and I say it that way, too, because I know we, we want to be intentional in saying, like, you know, if you're coming to church on Sunday, you're you're participating in this experience. Yeah. Um, and so what what is your hope for for everyone in the room. Yeah. And my, so my biggest hope, my biggest desire is that this is not a passive experience, yeah. that it's an active experience of God. And I think it's really easy to, to passively experience church. We watch the singers, we watch mm-hmm. the people, but that you are coming and engaging with one another, meaning the congregation, you're engaging in the spirit because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is moving in these beautiful ways and that you're engaging in God like that. Yeah. So to engage and to experience God in a way that you couldn't or aren't doing every other day, you know, like this is a different experience. Yeah, it happens differently when you're amongst others. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Whether, whether physically or digitally that happens yeah. differently. And my, and my, I, I love one of my favorite words and I use it, with the worship team a lot is either unhindered or undignified. Mm. I think that sometimes we fall into this and this is an old church mentality that you need to dress in your Sunday best three piece suit, you know, poofy Mm -hmm. hat, like, and and come and you, and it's where you are seen, but, and, and you, you don't want to look unruly and you want to have your stuff together, but no church is a place where you, not you are seen, but that you are seen by God, not by other people. Yeah, it's where you should just show up as you are. Yeah, come right. as you are and be completely unhil- unhindered mm-hmm. and unfiltered mm-hmm. and experience God in the way that you want. My my saddest days are when I see people looking to people to the left or the right wondering if what they're doing is okay. Because mm-hmm. I want to tell you that what you are doing is okay because you are coming to have an experience of God. Yeah, yeah and I really love that. I, you know, I've heard you from from when you lead on Sunday and encourage those of us participating, you know, to really kind of lean into mm-hmm. that experience of, of what we feel like 
what's going on between, you know, me and God and do I need to stand with my hands up or do I need to sit or, you know, what is it that I, where am I in my worship that day? And one thing that's, and this kind of goes more towards the principle of creating a service. I always talk about songs and services as in like a flow chart Mm -hmm. of like peaks and valleys. There should never be a service that is one sort of level of energy, sort of flat across the board. So there are moments in worship that there are higher energy, woo, go Jesus. But then there's other moments where it's very where you're internalizing the stuff so i think that like leaning into those moments and mm-hmm. knowing that like you know sometimes we'll say please sit please stand that those are just suggestions if you need mm-hmm. to stand a little bit more or you need to sit a little bit more if you need to fall to your knees and weep openly like that is okay like yeah. this is hope is a safe place yeah um, yeah, that's what I was going to say is I know that that's, that's the goal is that it's a safe place to just yeah, to experience God. To worship how you feel comfortable and how mm-hmm. you feel led. And that like the only rules are is like just just love God. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So so as we start to wrap up, what, what would you suggest to someone where this feels kind of new to them? Mm-hmm. Like whether they've been coming to church for a long time and they're thinking, well, I kind of, I guess maybe I am more of a passive person and I, how do I become more active? Yeah. Or they're brand new to church. And it feels a little weird. Like, what is this? You know, how how would you encourage them to maybe take the next step in their worship? Yeah, I think, um, and this is maybe a preview to what we might have a conversation about in the future about worship leading. But I always tell our worship leaders or people on stage that we are facilitators. We're not leaders. Mm-hmm. So we facilitate the worship and that we model our worship. So just know that, like, if you are unsure we are up there on the platform to facilitate and to model um, worship. So if, if it's something that's happening on the platform, it is okay to happen in the room. And that like God is the most forgiving ever. I was going to yeah. say, there's no, just forgiving. God is forgiving, grace filled, yeah, exactly. loving. Yes. Yeah, all of those present. things. Yeah. Um, and that, all God desires is for you to be in relationship with him. He doesn't ask us to be perfect. He doesn't ask us to have it all together. All he says is, I want to have a relationship with you. I want ex- I want you to accept me into your hearts. Like I love it when Jeff says, uh, I'm going to ask you to do some business with God. Yeah, me and too. that means to have a one-on-one conversation yeah. with God. And that, if you're doing that on a Sunday morning, I am telling you, you're doing it right. Yeah, and it doesn't need to look like the person to your left or to your right. It doesn't look like need to look like the person on the platform. Um, it needs to look right for you, and you need to be intentional about doing whatever you feel comfortable to experience God in a deeper way. Yeah, no, that's really beautiful. I love that you're kind of we're kind of wrapping up with you talking about relationship because that's mm-hmm. what it's all about, right? Like we talk about this a lot at Hope that everything we do is about you know relationship, love God, love others, and. Um, and so for, for worship to be a place that, that that's what our hope is, is that when you're, when you're in a worship service, that it's a place for you to learn more about your relationship with God and, you know, grow in that and discover new things about God in yeah. that. So. And to lean into your community. Yeah, like for the, sure. Hope is a community of people who love God mm-hmm. and want to love you. So yeah. if you're unsure if you're loved, I, I'm, I'm telling you now you are. That's great. No, and that's one of my favorite things. I am. I'm often the staff host on our online services, mm, yeah. and just to watch people every once in a while, you know, someone responds in the chat about an experience they're having during worship, and mm. to watch everybody else in the chat kind of chime back yeah. in in support of them, it's just it's so cool to watch that kind of love and community happen. And mm. I've seen it happen in the in the yeah. room as well. Mm. Well, Andrew, I know we could. 
we could keep talking about. I know you could talk about worship for days and days and days, yes. and I probably could too. But um, but thank you for giving us a little bit of insight into how worship planning happens at Hope and why we do what we do. Mm, thank you. And um, yeah, I hope that we're going to have some more conversations down the road, maybe with you and some of your worship leaders, I'd love maybe that. some yeah. stuff like that. Yes. Um, but yeah, until then, thanks for doing this with us. And um, if someone, uh, if you're listening and you haven't for some reason yet checked out Worship at Hope on Sundays, um, or even during your week, you can do so. Um, you can go to our website, meethope.org, and you can find information about services on Sundays. We do them at 9 a.m. at 10.30 a.m., and they're both in person in Voorhees, and they're online, and we even have them available on demand afterwards. So if you... A Sunday for some reason doesn't fit with your lifestyle, or your schedule, you can still make worship a part of your week. So I'd encourage you to check that out. We will put it in our show notes. And uh, that's pretty much all that we have for this week. And so until next time, have a great day. Thanks for being a part of the Hope community as we continue our conversations about faith and hope. If you don't already, please join us for worship on Sundays or on demand. You can learn more at meethope.org or find us on socials at Meet Hope Church.